And after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come see the place where he lay, and then go quickly and tell his disciples. He's been raised from the dead. And indeed, he's going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him and took hold of his feet and worshiped him. And then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There, They will see me. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. And I also wanted to read um, just a couple verses of of that same passage from Eugene Peterson's uh, The Message. So the angel says, Now get on your way quickly. And go and tell his disciples, he is risen from the dead. He is going on ahead of you to Galilee, and you will see him there. And that is the message. And the women, deep in wonder and full of joy, lost no time in leaving the tomb. So the women, they have the same encounter as those Roman guards, but they leave there full of wonder and full of joy. And as we take some, uh, a few moments just to pray and reflect on this passage, when was the last time you were just filled with wonder? Just that childlike wonder, that, that joy. And it, you didn't necessarily do anything, but it just showed up. <laughs> and you just had this deep sense of wonder and joy. Let's take a, a few moments to pray and to reflect on that. Let us pray. Amen. Does anyone want to share a a moment of wonder you've had uh, recently? Yes. Right, yeah, yeah, just enjoying the, 
the colors and those trees and all the different shades of green and yeah, it can be amazing. Uh, over, I've been kind of starting off in uh, over the last month or two. Actually, I've been going over to Utah where the snow has melted and working my way back, <laughs> but spending some time at uh, Natural Bridges National Monument and just walking through the those canyon floors with the streams and, and the walls above you and, and just all the shadows and the light. It's just yeah, it's just a place of, of wonder. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> and does that, so it fills you with the wonder, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, we're really, I think every place has its own beauty and wonder, but I'm a little partial to our area. <laughs> There's just so much around that just overwhelms you with the, the beauty. Yeah, yes, Kathy. Right. 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 That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> you look opposite, and you yeah. see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just seeing that sun form there. Yeah, Marty. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Anyone else? Yes. Yeah, that, I just kind of watched, been watching that river slowly rise, and it's just amazing, especially after last year, it's just even more so. And we went over to Sylvia's house last night, matter of fact, for a moment, and then when we left, she said, make sure you listen to the river. <laughs> just that, yeah, just wonderful sound. Anybody else with wonder? Yeah, Beth? The return of the Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of lot of nature. <laughs> yeah, the wonder in nature. Yes. Right. And there was a dead battery in our tractor, and a neighbor got up at 7 in the morning the day we were moving, and he went to tractor supply, bought the kindness of a community that comes together. Right. We went back just recently to bring the rest of the stuff. 
moments that just how profound yeah life can be all these all these stories as well and just taking time uh, every day yeah, just to slow down a little bit and, and experience that that wonder <clears throat> so I was going to share one little story here um, uh, well 20 23 years ago <laughs> today uh, our daughter Andy was born on April the 28th here so, uh, and we're going back after church. We're going to go uh, see her at school there. So I, I was thinking about her this week. And I remember vividly our, our very first encounter with her. I should at least say my first encounter <laughs> with her. Uh, but Jennifer and I, we were driving from Meeker where we lived to Glenwood Springs for a prenatal checkup. And it's about 65 miles. And on this particular trip... So we're going in for this checkup. We were irritated uh, with each other. <laughs> we were snippy, uh, just kind of a little bit bitter. We we're just in, in foul moods. And it was this way for the entire trip, the entire 65 miles. It's supposed to be this moment of great joy. And we were just nipping at each other there. And uh, we went into the doctor's office and we just continued to kind of give each other dirty looks and trade these little barbs. And, and I remember we went into the nurse's uh, office there and she did the, the general checkups, uh, checking Jennifer, Jennifer's vitals and everything. And then she left for a moment. So we just started going after each other as soon as she left. <laughs> and, and so the nurse returned and she said, well, today you're going to get your first sonogram. And I remember she lifted up Jennifer's, you know, shirt there and she put that lubricant all over her stomach. And, and, and then she's just started searching. And she was looking for that little baby's heartbeat. And she was searching and searching. And we were watching everything on the screen. And it, it might have, for me, it seemed like three days. It was probably 30 seconds or 45 seconds. And if you know Jennifer, who's a little bit, has a little anxiety every now and then, she said, the nurse said, I can't find the baby's heartbeat. And so we got very quiet in that anxiety and that fear. And she kept searching and searching for that heartbeat. And then I remember, we heard this, lub-dub, lub-dub, lub-dub. <laughs> and it just kept going, lub-dub, lub-dub that unmistakable sound of that heart just beating. And immediately, there were just tears. Tears of joy and tears of wonder replacing that fear and that anxiety. It was just, just like that. And I was always thinking that was our first gift. Our first gift from that 
little girl. And it changed everything. Didn't take long to change again, but for a moment. (laughs) But for a moment, there was that wonder and that, that deep, deep joy. Well, Easter resurrection is about living with a sense of wonder. The wonder, the awe, and the astonishment that there is life. And just some of these stories that you've shared, just remembering that life is good. There's so much wonder out there that that God is good. But how much wonder do we actually experience and and live in our day-to-day lives? Well, when the Marys approached the, the tomb on that very first Easter morning, I always have to remind myself that they are grieving. They're not real happy that first Easter morning. Other accounts have them bringing in burial spices and they're going to prepare Jesus' body and they're going to work on his, his body. And then when they get near the tomb, there is an enormous earthquake and the ground shakes and they probably came close to to falling down and they had to be terrified full of fear and then this angel appears from heaven and there's just shafts of light like lightning coming from him almost imagine it's almost like some type of marvel character just these this light coming out of his hands maybe and out of his body and it's just shooting from him. And there's that fear, great fear. And the Roman guards are there and they are so terrified that they freeze like dead men and they're paralyzed by fear. But the women have a very different response to the fear. And the angel says to them, do not be afraid, he is risen. He is risen. Don't be afraid. And the women, in their fear, they're filled with deep wonder. Just think of that. I think the fear is probably still there, but they're filled with deep wonder and they're full of joy. And they lose no time in leaving the tomb. They have this wonder. How much wonder do we have in our day-to-day lives how much time do we spend at the tomb of wonder and joy and how much time do we spend at the tomb of despair or bitterness frozen and hopeless like those roman guards because resurrection is wonder is having that sense of wonder in our lives it is mystery it is awe It's that beautiful heartbeat. It's the rising sun. It is the empty tomb. It's the earth moving underneath our feet, lightning blazing from angels. It is that strange mixture of wonder, joy, fear, terror, and astonishment. When was the last time that we were just filled with wonder? Because this is resurrection. Are we resurrected? Can we have a sense of wonder every day, not just in those special moments, 
But we can, can we have those moments each and every day? Eugene Peterson says, uh, I'm reading his book, it's called Living Resurrection. He says, it's not easy to convey a sense of wonder, let alone resurrection wonder to another person. The angel tells the Marys, go and tell the disciples what you have experienced. Share this wonder with them because it's contagious. It's the nature of wonder to catch us off guard. When that earth shakes, there's that certain slant of light. Or just even, just a, there's a different feeling in the air. And it just captures us. But wonder cannot be packaged. Or we could say it cannot be manufactured. But what if we lived from that deep sense of wonder and joy? Despite the circumstances that all of us face in our life. What if we continued to experience that childlike wonder? What if we took time just to take off our shoes and feel the pulse of the earth? To walk on the grass and feel the softness and the coolness? What if we actually took time to, to smell the flowers and to look at them? I love the, the little sign we have in our garden out front. Out here it says, perhaps I owe painting to flowers. Just the wonder and the beauty. What if we took time to be held by the canyon walls and to look upon those cracks in the earth and to study them and marvel at them? What if we took the time to really hear children laugh, even to hold a friend who is languishing? Can those be sacred moments as well? What if we go to the tomb might we experience joy, fear, and astonishment as well? Or is that a place that we avoid? Because we long for holy moments, for resurrection wonder. Because it's what makes life worthwhile. What gives us the courage to say we can live and we can live with abundance. And that God is continuing to work in our world. And wonder will survive. Love wins, as we often say. Douglas Copeland uh, wrote a book called Life After God. And he said that sometimes I think the people to feel saddest for are the people who once knew what profoundness was, but who lost or became numb to the sensation of wonder. And what happened to it? Can we still cultivate wonder and joy? Michael Iaconelli, and he wrote a book called Dangerous Wonder. It's an incredible book I would, I'd recommend it, Dangerous Wonder. He says, we have forgotten what it is like to stand speechless in the presence of Jesus, our hearts beating wildly, stunned by what God is doing in our world. And we forget that. Why do we hesitate to embrace wonder, joy, and mystery? But we can be, I know I can be very comfortable being frozen in fear. Because it's very familiar. Just like those Roman guards. But resurrection is change. Resurrection is wonder. But change is terrifying and it's exhilarating at the very same time. 
And Iaconelli says the good news is that we can still experience a volatile mix of astonishment and terror, awe and risk, amazement and fear, tears and laughter, passion and anticipation. Wonder reminds us that life and God are good despite death, despite our struggles. Despite our anxiety and fear, life is still good. And that wonder is all around us. Wayne Muller says, we can be surprised by joy. We can be surprised by that beautiful sunset or sunrise. We can be filled with wonder over a kind word or a random act of kindness. We can be surprised and filled with wonder about an unplanned game of tag with a child. The wonder, the goodness of a warm loaf of bread coming from the oven. A good cup of coffee can fill us with wonder. A blue heron taking flight. An older couple holding hands. I've shared this before, but one of my favorite memories is always sitting in my office and and just on the sidewalk here, Clay and Jean Boehner, who are kind of like the matriarch and patriarch of our town for many years. And every afternoon, they'd come walking down the sidewalk, holding each other's hands in their late 80s and early 90s there. And it was just beautiful, a sight of wonder. And I remember sharing this with Clay and Jean and how, how much I appreciated watching them walk in, in their older years. And Clay said, oh, don't make too much out of it, Craig. He goes, we're just holding each other up. <laughs> <laughs> and that made it even more beautiful. <laughs> just holding each other up. And just the wonder of that, of that love there. And if you have little kids... And you feel tied down. I can remember that. If I just had a little time for myself. You have wonder all around you. (laughs) And those little children remind us of what it is to have childlike wonder. And just to be fascinated. Not every day, but almost every moment. (laughs) They are filled with wonder. Over every little blade of grass. Every little bug. every, Every color. And just spend time enjoying that and remembering who we are. We need to take time. Resurrection is all about the rebirth of childlike wonder and joy within us. The women, they leave that tomb. They are in deep wonder and full of joy. And we need to take time to make it a priority to have Sabbath time, I would say, each day. It might be for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe an hour. But just time to really enjoy the beauty of humanity and the creation around us. Time just to look at the clouds and the stars, to laugh, to smile, to explore the shadows in the canyons, and just to be present at those, in those high mountain meadows. Gandhi says there is more to life than merely increasing its speed. There is more to life than merely increasing its speed. Because usually when we struggle, what do we do? We go faster. <laughs> 
But God in Christ says, slow down. Slow down. Let us stop and look and listen and feel. Because the stone has been rolled away from our tomb. But sometimes we're going so fast, I don't even think we know the stone's been removed. And we're just running and running and running. Slow down and just breathe and look. Because wonder is all around us. And yes, there is death and pain and sorrow in all of our lives and in our world. But the Easter message is that wonder and life are greater than death. He is risen and we can rise as well. Let us be filled with wonder. Giaconelli says, in a day when most of us are tired and we're worn out and we're thirsty and we're starving for life, for joy and peace, maybe it's time again to cultivate that childlike wonder. May we live in awesome wonder. May we hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees. May we look down from mountain grandeur and may our souls sing with awesome wonder. Amen. Let us pray. In God of wonder and God of joy, may we experience childlike wonder and goodness during this Easter season and throughout our lives. May we just be filled that our cup overflows with the goodness. And as the world just tells us to go faster and faster and faster, may we slow down. And we slow down and just stop and look and see and just breathe the wonder of your creation, the wonder of humanity and the goodness that is there. May we live in that deep peace and in your wonder. In your holy name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Let us uh, stand and sing our responsive song, um, How Great Thou Art, on uh, 77.